0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Fixes Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. So, look, we're we're starting this week with a bit of free uh, Men with the Golden Tongues content. The final release trailer uh, for No Time to Die came out today. Um, I'm kind of happy. So, like, I saw, like, a a two-and-a-half-minute runtime for the trailer. And I was a little worried because I'm like, I've already seen like as much of No Time to Die as I care to see in the trailer. Like I'm ready for the full movie at this point. So I was yeah. I was kind of happy to see they ran back um some of like the greatest hits moments from the other Craig films, essentially. Yeah. Um, but this this movie looks very cool. Uh I will say, just from a trailer's perspective, I'm I think this is a more exciting trailer than like Spectre was. And we like <laughs> the Spectre trailer. Um but I think this is gonna be more exciting. This is a this is a modern like Doctor No remake. Do you agree? Oh, of course. Okay. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making yeah. Sure. That,
1: that theory. That theory was uh, was the second Rami Malik was shown.
0: Well, like uh, I, I get trailer. that, People and I feel assuming. and I feel like that there was. I, I understand why the theory, but like I feel like it's been concreted with this trailer because like they yeah. showed like an island. Which I'm assuming is like his base of operations. They showed like, you know, missiles being launched off of uh, like a naval ship, which if you guys remember Dr. No, like the, you know, the premise of of the Dr. No movie was that Dr. No was toppling uh, American missiles, um, Mm -hmm. which obviously like they'll probably have a much more, you know, dire you know plot hook as far as what the villains doing in this one but like I, I like I saw that and I'm like all right now I feel pretty confident in saying
1: this. yeah like the first time the first time people threw that theory out it was kind of knee jerk yeah right because of uh, because of uh, Blofeld you know being introduced but this but you know I could see it because he had uh, you know Rami Malek had uh, had similar clothing and you know you didn't see his hands at any point in those earlier trailers mm um this absolutely looking at this trailer yeah this is absolutely a uh a doctor no remake and um or a a story centered around doctor no Mm -hmm. and you know it makes sense right this is daniel craig's last movie this is the last film in the craig era Mm -hmm. and in this era of of james bond films like the the they are a part of one gigantic story. These five movies are a part of one gigantic story, right? It's not like you know the the previous films where they were di- you know disparate stories. They they, they in, all they all the existed
0: same- in the ethereal now, essentially. So right, yeah, right.
1: So yeah, man, it, it makes sense that you know it, it comes back to Bond's beginning, you know, uh, in in film, and um. Yeah, man, I am I am super de duper excited. Yeah. Um my wife is is incredibly excited. She's a huge Rami Malek fan. Um of of all people to be fans of. She's a huge Rami <laughs> Malek fan. <laughs> really, know, really much
0: those 90 to the uh to be museum movies, huh? <laughs> her, her and my son. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh but yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited. October can't get hit fast.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to believe that we've been waiting like what? It's been like fucking a year and a half now of delays mm-hmm. to this point. So But it's cool that we got the final trailer because that tells me that finally we are actually getting this movie uh released in a little more than a month's time. So Yeah. Uh, that's it. very exciting. Um So I I fired up Ghost of Tsushima, started playing through the new expansion. Um I haven't gotten very far in the expansion because what I what did happen then is I got stuck back into like Legends, because I didn't really give Legends a fair shake uh, the first time around because I'd played just played through the full game of ghosts at that point, so I was kind of ghosted out. Um it's not that like Legends isn't talked about enough. Like like they did a really good job on a mode that was essentially free DLC that was completely unannounced before before they dropped it.
1: Yeah, Legends is um legends feels like it was always meant to be there mm-hmm. that's how much care like was put into it and um like i would have paid for
0: it like yeah. if they if, well, if and, they and, and you can like soon if you really if you really want to, <laughs> not, not you but yeah. like if you don't like if for some reason you don't want ghost of shishima but you want to get into legends with your friends like they're going to offer legends or the legends mode for 20 dollars separately if you want it so
1: yeah, just buy Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it,
1: it, I mean, come on. Like, just buy Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. But it's um, it's a bit weird to like play all of Ghosts of Tsushima, the main campaign mm-hmm. and then jump into Legends because Legends it plays the same, but it's very different, right? Like, depending on your play style in in the main game, uh, you know, you could play the I I if stealth is an option in a game like that, I'm going to take it, mm-hmm. but not in Legends. In Legends, I am I am way more aggressive, um, and you I feel like you kind of have to be. But um, who is your who is the character that you prefer to play?
0: Well, I still so I'm still on my first one because I haven't leveled that character up enough um, to unlock any other ones. So I chose the okay. assassin class first, um, okay, which is fine. Like I like their specials, like I, they have like this poison. Um, like smoke bomb that they can deploy, which both poisons enemies around you and turns you invisible so that you can get a free, like, assassination on somebody. Um, you know, it has, like, the, uh, like the three, you know, slice technique, which is basically, like, ghost mode in the main campaign that you can upgrade to kill additional enemies, which is very handy in, like, survival and, uh, things of that nature. The thing that I think I like the most about it is that it's, it reminds me a lot of, Journey. So, like in when you go through the story mode in Legends, and and you do matchmaking, like you can play with friends, obviously, but if you do matchmaking, you'll just get paired with randos. And it's funny because if you get paired with someone decent, which believe it or not, the odds are actually pretty good to not get paired with a dummy in Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. Um, like you kind of had this had this unspoken communication. With each other, like you've you looked to see what each other's doing. And like, like, I was setting up by poisoning enemies with like my blow dart, and then like my dude was like jumping down from a cliff and like knifing everybody and doing stuff like that or picking them yeah. off with bow and arrows. So, like, having that kind of unspoken bond uh, and working together, uh, I think is pretty cool in games like that. Like, that's always fun. It, it makes the online experience way better too. It doesn't make it feel like that you have to play with friends. Um yeah. I've even done like a wave of or, or a match of the survival mode as well and where and where that's a little bit more boring because it's pretty boilerplate. Um again the, like that unspoken communication especially when multiple points on the map that you're trying to hold down are getting raided uh simultaneously is is pretty cool. So Yeah. Yeah,
1: survival is is uh it's way more fun with friends. It's fun, but it's way more fun with people that you actually want to communicate with. Mm-hmm. And then I tried doing a raid with uh, just a rando, right? Like somebody gave me a random invite, um, said, Hey, you're trying to raid. And yeah, you need like, you need real, like, you need better communication. Yeah. You can't
0: just, you know, you well, can't just jump in. Well, into that, that. and that's why I want to level because I'd like to do a raid for you know with mm. you and perhaps uh some folks from the community but you do have to be leveled up to to do yeah. that so um some more to come on that like i said ghost system is very good i'll get back into the uh the Iki campaign um eventually like i've i've just played the the preamble pretty much where you wash up you know wash up on shore and then you get captured and and now you're breaking free and that's where i left off so yeah we'll see about yeah. that um i did get my sim rig um which is which is tucked away, <laughs> tucked away in the corner over here, right now. Um, that's been pretty fun. So it's it's interesting when you get a wheel for a sim racing game because you kind of have to relearn how to drive. Because obviously with a controller, um, you know you only have so much finite control with the range of motion that you have on the analog stick with steering and with the range that you have on the triggers um, for throttling and braking. This is actually something that. PlayStation could do, um, could fix in Gran Turismo Seven, um, especially since that's coming out for PS Five. Like, where you could do the adaptive triggers to put a little bit more pressure um, mm-hmm. on on them to give you more finite control. So you really, when you when you get the pedals in the wheel, you have to really uh, relearn kind of how what you're doing and how to drive. Um, but I do, I am enjoying it so far. Um, I've definitely. Uh, had a lot more struggles uh, out of the gate just a little bit because especially, I swear to God, like half the cars in GT Sport, maybe more than half, honestly, because this is how most sports cars are, are rear rear wheel drive. Um, mm-hmm. And most of them have the engine still in the front. So the problem is, with those type of cars is if you, yeah, give, you're it, fish-tailing, if you give it too much throttle, <laughs> the ass end just wants to come around on you, um, especially if you're throttling too hard around corners. So getting like easing off, um Is something you really have to learn how to do. But the cool thing about the wheel, since you have force feedback, you can start to feel when the when the when the back end is starting to slip away from you, and you can kind of make those those finite corrections um in real time before you completely lose it and, and just, just spin out on the roadway. Um, <laughs> so, so that's exciting. Um It makes trail braking a lot easier as well. So trail braking is like a, more of a intermediate skill where when you're going into a like a like a tighter corner not like a hairpin but just something where you do have to slow down but you want to get back on the gas quickly you don't necessarily let off the gas but you do press the brake in just a little bit to give you a little bit more turning radius but that way you can let go of the brake and let it fly the the Logitech pedals that I have have a progressive spring so like the first 20% that you press in um are is a little bit easier to press in and then if you yeah, really have to you. Yeah if you really have to slam it down then you have to really give it give it some some oomph Okay. It's All right. Hard, yeah. So. Cause I was,
1: I was going to ask you, how does it, yeah, you know, I've never had a racing wheel, but I, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you've driven a car enough where there's a certain, there's a certain feeling mm-hmm. that, that you're used to feeling when you, you press the accelerator and the brake. And, and um, if you are, you know, what it feels like, like, does that do a, a good job of simulating that?
0: The brake, yes. Now, now the brake pedal, on the kit has a more, has a higher range of motion than a brake pedal does on an actual car, because on a car, you're actually pushing fluid through, through a piston. Like, 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 yeah. it's a little, it's a little bit different sensation, um, which you can simulate by if you get like a load cell mod, like it's a little bit more realistic, that kind of thing. Um, but the brake cell is close just because of how the spring, that's in the pedal works. And they also have like a rubber stopper inside of the pedal that when you get like pushed halfway down, you're starting to push against that rubber stopper. So you really have to like if you're trying to like really mash, you have to like like I'm sla- I'm slamming on the brakes so hard like my ass is coming out of the seat kind of thing. So like that, mm. that, that definitely feels a little bit more realistic. Um, the throttle does not. The throttle has way too much like give in the spring um mm-hmm. there are like very cheap cuz like so what i've also discovered in doing research and stuff there's a whole like etsy slash like small business community that exists around like 3d printing um like parts that you can mod these things with <laughs> and they're not they're not expensive cuz like 3d printing stuff like for a little disc that goes inside the pedal to preload the spring doesn't cost Jack shit. So like it's it's yeah. actually pretty easy to take these things apart. Like I found a, a wheel mod that replaces the wheel with like an F one style wheel and like replaces the buttons to make them a little bit more like robust instead of just little chintzy buttons that are on the front of the wheel kind of thing. So yeah. now I'm probably gonna spend more money to to mod <laughs> to mod this shit out. Um, but it's cool. Like I said, I'm having a good time so far. Uh, I taught myself how to drive. Uh, how to how to use an H shifter. Which is yeah? Like I was, I was gonna asked
1: how, how, uh, how does how does how uh, does how does gear shifting work, right? Because you're not using manual in a in a sim racer, are you? Oh, like, of course like, I am. Manual. Oh, I mean, manuals, I mean you're
0: not using you're not using, you're not using no. automatic. No, in a sim no, racer. no, not using automatic. Um, now so the wheel does have paddle shifters on it. So for, so most of the okay. time that I'm racing, I'm using the paddle shifters on the wheel, which is the way to go. But <laughs> some people say that when you're driving like the older cars, it feels better. It, like, feels more realistic to use an 8-shifter, Um mm-hmm. which I have, So, I, but I have to learn how to drive stick because I never literally <laughs> literally
1: yeah, never yeah, had that's what, do
0: it. So. <laughs> I, yeah, like,
1: I've never learned how to drive stick, and uh, I'm
0: like, well, maybe this video game could teach me. But. I mean, it, it gets close. I mean, like, you're not – it's not going to be able to simulate the feeling of actually – Pushing like a real clutch and feeling it against the yeah. gears and stuff like that, but it it at least teaches you the motion. And if you really get good at it, like you can actually heel toe and like do and like do the like where you hold the clutch in, but you just pat, like tap the throttle just to get just to move it through the gears kind of thing as you're shifting. Yeah. Um, which is an advanced technique that I'm not anywhere close to. Like I, I like like to drive a clutch. I literally took like a sixty seven. Fastback out on like the the oval track that they have in the game, and just fucking drove around, practice shifting, braking, come you know starting off, you know taking off from a dead stop, you know clutching in and that kind of stuff. So like I'm just I'm getting my bearings <laughs> value before I take it onto an actual racetrack track and start fucking a shifting all over the place. So.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be when does Gran Turismo
0: Seven come out? Supposedly next year.
1: Oh, man, you're going to be you're going to be. I can't wait to hear about your uh, your marathon racing run.
0: Well, it's it's that. And and I'm also like I'm now like I know I said I wasn't going to do it before, but I'm playing enough of these now and I'm into it enough. And plus, I need to justify this massive expenditure that I just made. Um, (laughs) So I'm I'm probably going to pick up F1 uh, 2021 at some point and start fucking around with that, because I will say the cars that have been easiest to drive in Gran Turismo with the wheel have been the formula cars like the formula cars handle so smoothly just because they I mean, they're so low to the ground, like the engines in the middle of the car. So it's nice and balanced. Like you can just zoom around like crazy in those. And it's yeah. uh, and it's not a big deal. So I've been having a lot of fun. It's 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 again, not something I would recommend that everyone run out and go by. But if you happen to <laughs> have the money to to make a frivolous expenditure on such a thing, then it's it's a pretty cool way uh, to immerse yourself a little bit more
1: well, you gotta also be into it, right? Like yeah. I got the money to get it, but I'm not gonna do it because I'm not like into it into yeah. it yet. you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm just now getting into soccer, so i I started playing fiFA twenty
0: one yeah, how's that been going yeah. so far?
1: It's uh yes, it's a more complicated game than I thought it would be <laughs> and um
0: well you did, you did it, knock the difficulty down, right? That's the one thing I'll tell you with fifa's don't don't let your pride getting oh way. no yeah no yeah, no i'm like, doing
1: i'm playing this to get more of a grasp on the actual game right go. like i'm playing this to know what offsides is you know what i mean and um but it's uh it's coming along i it it feels weird playing an ea sports game mm-hmm. again because you're kind of inundated with like not even like, like, they're, they're not inundating you like, like a cell phone game it would, mm-hmm. but they're pushing you toward like, uh, FIFA Ultimate oh, Team. Oh, they try, they try, very yeah, much. man. Like, they're, they're really, they're really leaning into it, you know what I mean? And I just want to run some drills and play a couple games, and, and I'm terrible, but, um, but yeah, I, it's, it's, it's fun. I, 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 I can see, why people would be super into it, especially because, you know, one of the things that people who don't know, don't follow soccer. Uh, I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. um, is because it's a low scoring game. So they think nothing's happening. Nah, yo, stuff's happening.
0: let say like, it's one of, one of my biggest pet peeves that people criticize soccer and they're like, well, there's not enough goals. I'm like, I it's, it's one thing. If there's not like it's one thing to say, oh, there's not enough goals like that's fine. But there is still scoring chances like there's still action happening.
1: Yeah, man. Like I was I was I was watching I was watching last week, man. And and it's even more tense, right? Like the lack of the lack of high scoring Mm -hmm. makes the game so much more tense what well, makes and, make, and also
0: makes goals so much more impactful
1: They're so much come. more impactful yeah, yeah man like like oh well liverpool's got a free kick and i'm like please god <laughs> yo, like i'm like i'm like yo come on man and and it just yeah man like it, it's i'm i'm getting into it and uh, you know fifa fifa is still not a game that i would rush out and buy like i'm not going to buy fifa 22
0: Right, uh, and, and, like nor, nor nor do I recommend you do i'm i'm probably not either just because again i'm i'm now getting into this other corner of gaming and i'm pro- I'm just not gonna have time to to sit down and dedicate to it so
1: right but i i totally see um i totally see why people are into it the way that they are into it yeah.
0: uh the new the new soccer thing you learned this week uh is about red cards so so <laughs> yeah so che- yeah chelsea chelsea football club's giving you some nice uh Some nice like like they're easing you in kind of teaching you new things uh, as you go as you go along. Yeah, man.
1: So I, I, you know, I, I get the concept of like the red card. I didn't understand like the penalty was so severe. Yeah. Right, like it's like like I like I've heard of a power play in hockey, right? But that's correct me if I'm wrong. That's a limited amount of time. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a, and it's a short amount of time. It's like two minutes to five minutes, depending on the the level of the infraction, essentially.
1: Right, but uh, when uh, when James got a a red card, and then he was done, and then it was and then the commentators kept going, saying, you know, well, you know, they're they're doing they're doing okay for you know having a Having a man down for the rest
0: of the game, and I'm like,
1: "Wait, what?" Like, and then I had to look it up. I was, I was it was wild. Well, man. And
0: when you, so when you texted me, I didn't, I wasn't watching the game at that point because I was watching um the the rained out uh, Belgian Grand Prix <laughs> at, that, at that point in time, which never, which kind of started but didn't. That's a whole other thing. Um, so I didn't see the foul. So I assumed that he had like murdered somebody on the field and, and, got, and got sent <laughs> off for that. Um, but then I saw the foul. So, so basically, a red card can happen in three situations. Uh, the first one is if you flagrantly—sorry, four situations—flagrantly foul somebody. Um, if you if you rack up two yellows, then that's a that, that's a red that'll get you sent off as well. Um, if you if you foul somebody on what is considered a obvious goal scoring opportunity. So, in lay terms, that basically means if the attacker with the ball gets past the last defender and they take him down from behind. Then that's a red card because you denied essentially a goal from happening, with a foul. And then the last thing, as you found out this weekend, is if you is if you commit a handball in your penalty box, uh, that is also an automatic red card and a penalty kick. Uh, taboo, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a double whammy.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't a handball, but um <laughs> I mean it was a handball by like the by like the strictest definition of the ball hit the guy's hand uh, arm inadvertently, but I would argue that, you know, he wasn't trying to use
0: his hand to block it. But, you know, <laughs> but he that's brought but he brought his, his hand him. to the ball like because he, he
1: was because he was he was fucking trying
0: to uh, block yeah. it with his leg, and he he had to balance himself. Otherwise, he's gonna fall on his ass. Ball, ball uh, to hand is okay. Hand to yeah. ball is is a foul. God, so, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, this is bullshit, man. You, you sound like a, you sound like a real soccer fan now. That. This is great. You've already had your first experience of the referees screwing you over. I'm assuming Liverpool scored on the penalty as well, right? They, uh, yeah, they of did. Of course, they they yeah, did. naturally. And,
1: um, but, but they, uh, like you said, uh, like you said, uh, would happen. Chelsea just kind of uh, uh, held it to a draw. Yes, uh, which is prob- which was probably like the best thing that they could possibly do.
0: Well, listen, like um, when but, you when you're playing a top team in their stadium, like if you come out with a draw, like that's a pretty that's a pretty good result for the most part. yeah. So.
1: But but yeah, man, like there was some scoring opportunities, you know, down to the wire, and I was just like, yo, come, like <laughs> Like it was it was exciting, man. It was it was really cool, man. I I really uh I really dug it. There was one other thing I wanted to I wanted to ask you, but uh but I, I can't remember. Uh if, if I remember, I'll I'll ask you later. But yeah, no, i I'm digging it. I'm Very digging it. I don't know if all of you people are listening. I don't know if you're aware of soccer, <laughs> but you should you should give it a try. It's a really fun sport to watch.
0: Yeah. And and, and it's never been easier to watch it in, in the United States. Yeah. All, all the top yeah. European leagues. As
1: much as, as much as we talk about uh wrestling and wrestling being on
0: peacock. They have uh they have all the games on Peacock. Yeah, if if you're already subscribed to WWE for WWE purposes, you can you can adopt an EPL team and uh and go from there. there um so t- time to talk about video games on the video game podcast. It's uh <laughs> so games with gold uh they dropped those today um you're getting warhammer chaos bane for the entire month of september you're getting mulaka from september 16th through october 15th on the 360 side you get zone of the enders for the first half of the month and then samurai showdown two uh for the second half of the month so that's exciting um they also leaked the playstation plus games um i'm gonna take this as gospel if it's different uh Next week, when we actually find out what they are, then we'll pass that information along. But as far as we know, uh, you're getting Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat, which has both Overcooked 1 and 2 with enhanced 4K. It's a good deal. Uh, if you haven't played Overcooked, yeah. worth checking out. Uh, you get Predator's Hunting Grounds. So I'm I'm justified in having waited for this game. Uh, <laughs> and now I will play it for free. Uh, and you get Hitman 2, which is oh. also that's, that's a solid month, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: that's- curious about Predator um is uh yeah i'm very curious about predator i like the idea but um i feel like there've been a lot of these types of asymmetrical like multiplayer games where it's all everybody ex- where it's a bunch of like average people mm-hmm. against us one souped up
0: like we'll see it that's person. actually that's actually the from what i've heard that's actually the biggest flaw of predator hunting grounds is playing as the predator is kind of lame actually
1: yeah, I heard that. I heard yeah. that, like, like the predator can be taken down by like two people. and it, it's not uh, Nah, yo, like the predator should be like should be super powered, right? Yeah. like it should it should take tactics to 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 take down. and this goes for any game of that ilk, right? Like it should take like real tactics to to take somebody out, not just like bum rush them.
0: it's It's interesting that this is coming out for free now because. Uh, alien Fireteam Marines or whatever the hell it's called um, is getting good reviews, even though it's definitely from a technical standpoint a little lacking. Um, mm-hmm. But so it's 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 very curious that this is coming out now, and I'm sure they didn't plan that necessarily. But who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe they maybe they did look ahead and see it. Um, as far as other stuff that's coming out, it's kind of a light week this week. Uh, Book of Travels comes to PC. The Big Con comes to PC and Xbox. Crown Trick comes to PlayStation and Xbox. Kiwi comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Monster Harvest comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Rustler comes to PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Train Life, a railway simulator. Now those are being put into colons, subtitles, uh, <laughs> came the PC. Uh, Lake comes to PC and Xbox. El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron comes to PC. Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous comes to PC. WRC10 comes to PC, PlayStation, X and Xbox. Uh, Big Rumble Boxing, Creed Champions comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Family Trainer comes to Switch. Kitaria Fables comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And The Medium, formerly an Xbox exclusive, Comes to the PlayStation Five.
1: I'm uh, I'm waiting on um, Tales of Arise and uh, maybe Lost Judgment. I'm probably I'm, I'm waiting to see if Lost Judgment and uh, Tales of Arise are Game Pass games.
0: I've uh, uh, I've asked this question of you before, but I'm going to ask it again because they released another round. They they, they released the final round of preview coverage for Deathloop. Have you seen any of it?
1: I have not. I, I there's something about like the the fact that of who is of uh, that Arkane is making it. Yeah. I they make quality games. I just can't get into them for some
0: reason. Do yourself a favor and go seek out uh GameSpot's uh like sixteen minute video on YouTube that okay. Tamor Hussein and Lucy Bryan put out talking about it. You will be sold. You will okay. be saved. like 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 I was ar- I was already there, and then when those videos came out, like I I, I watched that video, I listened to, um, uh, kind of funny podcast talk about it a little bit. Uh, once I listened to those, I immediately I've pre-ordered Deathloop, Mike. I have I have put my money on the <laughs> table. I've i, have sl- I have slammed my money down my fifty three ninety nine because I got ten percent off for being a PlayStation Plus member, and I and I have pre-ordered the game. I have now committed wow. to buying Deathloop. That is how. That is how sure I am that this game is going to be a very good game.
1: All right, I see the uh, I see the article here. I'm going to uh, I'm going to read it when we're done. Um, yeah, but I, what did you think about Arcane's other games?
0: Like, oh, I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't care for them. I I, I played I played through uh, the first third of Dishonored. One fell off. Never gave Dishonored to a shot. And Prey, I knew was never going to be my jam. So I never uh, I never I never got into it. Um, but they I I think the one of the things that they've talked about, this uh, Arcane specifically, has been making a game that has a little bit more broad appeal just from a thematic standpoint, um, mm-hmm. which is why they consciously went with the theme that they're going with, because they 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 even said they're like, Yeah, we realize that whale punk's not necessarily for everybody. So so, like, <laughs> <Yeah. it's-> <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I think that putting a theme on it that's a little bit more palatable, um, with the gameplay trappings that appear to be in death loop, uh, I think it's going to make for a much better experience.
1: Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll blame you <laughs> when, uh, when my when my wallet is, is, is screaming at me.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Uh,
1: um, all right. If you want to, uh, if you want to play death loop with us, if you wanna be uh if you wanna be the, the, the woman that jumps in and just shoots that black dude in the head. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. That's a thing that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you can uh you can tell us about it on uh on our Discord. You can go to com slash fans and uh maybe we'll maybe we'll uh fire up that uh LFG yeah. channel. We
0: we, we just and, added uh, uh F one and or well, well racing and soccer Uh, channels in the discord as well so if you want to come in and talk about that stuff there's channels for you there there you go
1: uh go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and uh subscribe click the bell notification icon and select i don't know all or you know i don't know whatever whatever you got to do to make sure that you get all of our videos um you can have it on in the background while you're working uh that's what i do and uh, that'll really help us out. Yeah, You can subscribe to all of the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerd Apocalypse, Black on Black Cinema. We just recorded uh, a new episode of Black on Black Cinema featuring uh, a guest um, from another podcast that I kind of guest on every once in a while. And she did a wonderful job. Uh, and we talked about uh, the film Miss Ever's Boys, which is about the Tuskegee study. And uh, and of course, the conversation Inevitably uh, went to COVID, and how all you black people who don't want to get the vaccine because Tuskegee don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, coming Distractions, the uh, contemporary movie review show. Jay just reviewed uh, Candyman. Uh, apparently, he loved it. Uh, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. If that's not enough, you can go to densepixels.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for the full year. You get access to the premium slate of all of the backlog of our of our uh, premium content, including the airing of grievances. The new episodes coming soon. No Time to Bleed. The Men with the Golden Tongues. New episode coming uh, this month, uh, September. Um, upstage yeah, I guess as
0: you're listening to this, it's September, so. Yes, as
1: you're listening to it. Uh, 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 There's a new episode of Upstage Conversation featuring uh, Carrie and Terrence. Oh, Terrence is back, kind of, sort of, maybe. They're talking about In the Heights and the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast, uh, which you you never, ever want to miss. um, Even when they decide, you know what, I know we're not at the hour mark, but I got to say what I got to (laughs) say. So
0: Despixels.com <laughs> slash premium. there there's a <laughs> shitty youtuber out there who nobody should watch and I'm not even gonna put his name out there because he's terrible. Um, but he, uh, someone screencapped a, a thumbnail from a video that he posted um, mm-hmm. saying like, oh, the new candyman like is, is a so is a social justice movie like like they they shoehorned in like like social justice issues into Candyman. With this new film and, and and my response to that was tell me that you've never seen the original Candyman without telling me that you've never seen the original Candyman.
1: Yeah, man. Like <laughs> it, you know, it, it took place in the project, you know. Like Candyman was a slave. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So but yes, they 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 shoot they shoehorned all this stuff into the new to the new <laughs> film. I guess. Um so we had a week reprieve from, from Activision movie. Blizzard. But guess what? It's back. It's back again because uh, only a short story this month, though, which is uh, thankfully uh, thankful. And and there's no new details about like any more abuse, which I guess is a good thing, um, because that sucks to hear about if we have to hear about it. However, uh, the state of California has expanded their lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. Uh, One of the reasons that they have done this is because. They're like apparently the the lawsuit claims that documents that are related to the investigations and complaints have, were shredded by the human resource personnel of that <laughs> official. Come on, Miguel. come on, come on. What are you doing? I mean, tell me you're guilty, but I'll tell them. Seriously. Seriously, uh Activision has refuted this. They put out two sta- statements saying that these claims are not true. Um nor and they've also said that uh they provided the department of uh whatever department is suing them that they've clear evidence that we do not have gender pay or promotion disparities. Um, of course. Like I, like like, I like I, this I, this is the wrinkle in the, in the story that everyone should have seen coming.
1: Yeah, they made that statement as toilets were rapidly flushing in the background. Like come on, man. Like <laughs> Like you're doing what drug dealers do when the police are at the door.
0: I w- I wonder I wonder if this I wonder if when when this lawsuit was handed down, if the scene was akin to like when when a country is like having to suddenly pull out of an embassy, and 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 and, and like they're just trying to destroy like every piece of documentation in the building before they leave and, and incinerate it all so that it doesn't fall into the hands of of whatever whatever group is you know running rampant in the country to you know try to try to do that shit like like it's like it's like watching the opening the opening scene in Argo essentially so
1: yeah man like that's what that's what that's what guilty people do man guilty people want to destroy evidence evidence.
0: (laughs) so uh, we'll Holy see if more shit. to come there. Um, another story that probably is not going away as well is the Unity story uh, that we talked about last week. Of course, Unity uh, having a bunch of contracts with the Department of Defense specifically. Um, one of the ways that they combated this in the wake of the story coming out is uh, Unity CEO, formerly EA CEO, uh, John Riticello, had a town hall meeting with the employees of – the unity corporation uh, to kind of explain some things to them. Um, one of the first thing he said, like, like the opening thing that he talked about, he, he, I'm, th- I'm going to quote directly from him. The majority of you are going to agree with what I had to say today. Some won't. And while I know this will be difficult to hear for some, I understand that a few of you may determine that unity is not the best fit for you. So basically like, like I get that you're upset about this. And uh, if you don't want to stay, uh, then, you know, fuck off i guess because we're still gonna take this go- this government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah ba- basically a lot of the a lot of sources um basically said that they promised like clarity uh but they were basically kind of like bullshitting their way through through this presentation like kind of wave yeah. concerns and of sorts
1: Yeah, so, okay, Ristello did not provide a clear answer to employees' questions about how Unity's work would directly impact, uh, directly lead to loss of life. Uh, Quote, a lot of employees are curious if A, Unity has worked on projects surrounding the simulation of using weapons, weaponized vehicles, training to harm people or, or training soldiers, says Unity's Director of Communications, Marissa Graves, uh said in a meeting um relaying the question from employees okay here's this dude's response well training soldiers to do what stop right there okay (laughs) stop right there you know what you know what they're talking about okay so i everything everything else from here on in Mm -mm -mm. okay uh training soldiers to do what we definitely work on training we don't work on things that involve direct loss of life. Okay, so indirect loss of life—that's <laughs> what that says to me. Training soldiers is a little broad,
0: yo. You're being pedantic, and when you when you have to be pedantic about shit like this, well, like you're you, nah, yo, nah. Well, and, and you and you always like I, my my other favorite part of when shit like this happens is when you get <laughs> when when you get quotes floated out. By like upper management folks or middle management folks, because like those are always just like the most like wanking possible fucking quotes. The, like like there's a quote here from Michael Rice, uh, who is the ma- a manager in the part in par- partner operations management. This was released as a statement by Unity themselves, of course, and you'll understand why when you hear the quote. John's comments yesterday at the town hall were great, and honestly. Moved me to tears. I know where he sits politically, but I felt so warm and at home by his commentary. Personally, as a U.S. Marine Corps combat veteran, 2002 through 2000, 2007, and as someone that has been deployed twice to Iraq, I think respect in this discussion should be given to all veterans of all nations that work at Unity. Like I guess, man,
1: <laughs> there, there's a lot of humanitarian things that soldiers do. There's a lot of things that you can train soldiers in, but training drones to kill people no you're not training drones you're not training drones you're, you're programming you're programs you're making yes yeah. like come on man come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah i'm moved to tears as well fucking tears of laughter because <laughs> come on <laughs> yo <laughs> what, are, what are we doing what are we doing man
0: well this and is, and uh, here here's the dead giveaway right here's here's like the fucking dead giveaway of of it all Riticello basically like so so this is the same rationale that was given by people who like didn't leave high ranking positions in like the Trump administration, for example, despite like evidence of like incredible depravity and the excuse they basically gave was well imagine what would happen if people like me weren't here so like so like the quote from Riticello was like we'd rather work for positive change inside these organizations and do good work than be on the outside and have no influence.
1: Yo, shut up, yo, shut. No, no, dude, it, no. <clears throat> it doesn't work like that, yo. It doesn't work like that. Like, eh, okay, all right, all right. Um, uh, yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, they, they're, making, just, they're making they're making drones. Yes. Just, <laughs> just,
0: just, just so you, just so you can, just, like, get the, get the how seriously they're taking this. Like, one of the things that Richella also says was like, you know, so basically the question was in response to. Whether unity would be open to working with like the Chinese or Russian military, and like so, like the like, like the point that John Rochelle is trying to make was like, oh, there's very obvious lines that we would never cross. His quote was, "Why well, don't think we do anything for like the Ku Klux Klan? Like they've got a simple mission that's one that doesn't align with who we are." <laughs> like, oh my like, god! It's about the, I'm just like come on, man. <laughs> Yo,
1: know, invoking the Ku Klux, the Ku Klux Klan is like invoking Hitler in an argument, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's low hanging fruit. You yeah. shouldn't do it. You you know it's in 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 this respect, right? Like, well, I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't help the most evil people in
0: society. <laughs> well, but it, uh, well, here and here's my thing. I don't I don't necessarily have a problem if Unity wants to take on government contracts. Like that's their right as a company to do that. If sure. they want to work in that space, it's fine. But. I think they owe it to their employees and their shareholders for that matter to be transparent about the things that they're doing. Because if you are an employee of Unity that's morally opposed to – the war machine in the United States and in the world for that matter, you shouldn't be forced to like check your values at the door. If you don't want to, there, there are plenty of people who work in jobs that they do have to sacrifice of some of their moral values to again, because they, in some, you know, they think they're influencing from the inside or maybe they just really need the gig and principles only get you so far and, and you need money to pay the bills. Like I, I get that as well, but at least be transparent and let people go in to this situation. Clear eyed, so that you don't have questions like this and then don't do a town hall where it looks like you're just, you know, you're, you're just smoke screening everything like you're like, hey, we're going to be transparent. And then you don't answer any real like really answer any of the questions that people want to know the answers to. Like one of the things he kept saying that kind of wave off this stuff is like, well, you know, we work with other governments, too. And this is like less than five percent of our business. So, like, it's not that big of a deal, but like it is a big deal. Like you have a company that's valued at billions of dollars and. Um, and again, it's just about being honest with your employees and with the people who do business with you. I think that at the end of the day, that's really all people are asking for. Yeah.
1: And look, those people don't have to work there. If they don't like it, they don't have to work there. But like, don't say that you're, you know, don't say that you are uh, an adoption agency, but you're, but 5% of your business is a puppy mill, right? Like <laughs> you can't like, nah, yo, like, let 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 the person know that and then they can decide if they want to work there. Yeah. That's yep. all. I'm not saying they have to employ people. I'm not saying that they have to say that you have to agree with what we're doing. But you should like you said, you should be you should give people enough respect to be aware of what they're signing on for. And if they want to sign on for it, great for you and, and them, right? And mm-hmm. if they don't, great for
0: them. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, I have a feeling that this is this one's not gone either. Um
1: I don't think we'd do anything for the Ku Klux Klan. Yo, know, like that whole sentence, man. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think we would. I mean, if the money's
0: right, then maybe. <laughs> well, like, that's I don't, what that I don't, call, I, don't I, don't know, know, I don't know if the KKK could raise enough capital to to fund a Unity <laughs> project. But who but who knows? Um speak, speaking of, of governments, so one of the thing, one of the trends in gaming over the past several years has been the has been game companies like tripping over themselves to find ways to crack into the Chinese market because there's literally a billion and a half people that live in China and a lot and many of them play video games and if you can market your product to a billion and a half people that didn't exist before as a marketing base, you're going to stand and make a lot of fucking money. So we've seen this pop up in tons of games, be it restricting content, uh, like censoring games of some sort when releasing in China. We've seen it in the film industry as well. Um, But here's the thing about China, communist country, incredibly authoritarian government that has kind of an iron control over their citizens uh, and perhaps you should not bend over backwards to crack into this market at the expense of your other partners to the extent that you have to do it at the extent of your other partners. Because uh, just announced from the BBC News, <laughs> apparently China, the Chinese government would like to restrict online gaming in China for children. So this is people under 18. For three hours to three hours a week, one hour each on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, between wow. 8 and 9 p.m., and also on public holidays. They'll also lift that wow. uh, lift that gate as well. Uh, according to uh, a, a report that came out recently, and this actually put a ding into Tencent's uh, holdings one time when this came out, the Chinese government referred to video games as, quote, spiritual opium. For the kid, for the kids of the country. <laughs> oh shit! And it's not, and, and the and the government's going to do this by cracking down on the companies that it police these servers for these games. They're going to like the companies are going to be have, have to be the ones to uh, enforce the time limit. So apparently, this has been ticking down because they used to restrict kids to three hours a day for games on each day of the week, and now it's ninety minutes a day. To play games for each day of the week. And now they're they're narrowing it down to an hour a day for three specific days during the week. Jesus. Uh, apparently, the way that they're going to be tracking this is through real name identification to log and track the online gaming habits of children. Again, something that you can do in an authoritarian country. Good Lord. Yeah. And, and to make sure the kids can circumvent this and, like, use their parents' IDs, Tencent... Uh, Back in July, we didn't cover this, uh, launched facial recognition technology to make sure that children could not circumvent their way around this.
1: Look at all that, look at all that like innovation and technology, and look at what it's being used for. (laughs) God damn. So, you moving to China anytime soon? I can't, I can't, look. I want to. I want to go to Japan for my fiftieth birthday, mm-hmm. and my wife is like, "Oh, maybe we can swing around to China."
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll play playing video games. Actually, you're, yeah. you're a card man. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll walk around yeah. there. They'll, they'll, they'll all think you're a basketball player. Like it'll it'll be amazing. So
1: uh, look, if they think Jay was a basketball player <laughs> in Singapore, they'll think I'm fucking Godzilla or some <laughs>
0: shit,
1: man. God damn. Yeah, oh, I goodness. I can't I can't imagine, man. I can't imagine. Wow, crazy! That is crazy. You know what else is crazy? Uh, uh, amazon. They are they are crazy with the savings. Uh, I don't know. I'm really bad at these. Go to densepixels.com slash amazon uh, for your Amazon purchases. Um, when you go to densepixels.com slash amazon for your Amazon purchases, you uh, you can get what you want at no extra cost, and you help you help us out a little bit. Um, you can you can go to densepixels.com slash amazon and get yourself a camera bag because that's what I got. Go get yourself a camera bag, um, and 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 uh, and a, a new mic stand. Get get yourself a new mic stand from densepixels.com dot com slash amazon.
0: There you go. Um, big post office this week. So, um, Ricky came in after after the wire last week just to uh, be excited about the the new announcements for Destiny 2. Gotta tell you, I've never missed being in the Destiny community more than I've missed being in the Destiny community for like the past week because they detailed like what's coming with the new seasons. They confirmed that Savathun is coming, which everyone's known for, you know, quite some time. And apparently, Micah, you will fight Guardian, like like Hive that can wield the light against you. Like the like you'll there'll be Hive in the game that can use this like Guardian powers against you that you have to face off against. Oh, so pa- right. pa- apparently the lure has been like banging for the last year, basically, in Destiny. So basically, right when I fell off, the storytelling got like amazing.
1: <laughs> you going back?
0: No, I can't. I, I like, So like I, I have discovered that I have room in my life for like one lifestyle gaming niche. I guess you can mm-hmm. say. And I have now moved over to sim racing for that lifestyle evening. So like I can do sim racing and play other stuff. And that, that, but that's that, that like, I can't go back. To, I can't put destiny back into that rotation, or I can't go back to FIFA to the extent that I used to play FIFA back in the day, just because I don't have the time for it like that anymore.
1: Yeah. I look, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I'm happy that, that destiny is still, um, still apparently alive and kicking
0: yeah it's like uh, like, like the last season had you fighting like side by side with the fallen against like like an insurrectionist faction that was uh led by uh the uh the future war cult people in in the in the wow. <laughs> in the tower and like they're all dead now and like a lot Damn. of crazy shit's been happening a lot of crazy shit's been happening so jesus been, yeah, it's, been, <laughs> all it's, it's right. been fucking it's been fucking cool you just found uh, – I'm not going to spoil the new season, but you just found out, like, a character that has been kind of seedy for the past year. You found out uh, some stuff behind that character uh, that's been going on with this new season, and you have to work alongside one of your enemies this season, apparently. Like, it's it's kind of it's kind of some wild shit going on. Kind of some wild shit. All on. right. Uh, Mark asks, uh, do you think the lowest rated sports players in sports games, how do you think they feel about being low-rated uh, do you think that they're like this is bullshit, or be? Or do you think they're like, yeah, they got it right? I'm not that good. Yeah, I think they know what they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. like there. There's one. There's one thing apparently that that the Madden folks specifically have talked about in the past, and that is every NFL player in Madden thinks that their speed rating is bullshit. Like everyone thinks that they're rated <laughs> that they're rated too low on speed specifically. <clears throat>
1: I mean, but even, even, and it, like the rating is a number, it right? Is. Like, like, it's not like an actual metric, right? That you can <laughs> measure, right? Like, what do you, like, it's an it's just, it's just a number. Like all of these things, they're just a number. But like, so if your speed is an 80, like what, it, a 82 will make you feel better. I should
0: be, I should be a 90 at least. Uh, right. Like, <laughs>
1: like in terms of this particular question, the the scrubs know that they're the scrubs, right? Like they know that they're not like because nobody's talking about them, right? But the higher level, but the the superstars are
0: always like, I should be a I should be a ninety nine, right? <laughs> so it's so you know, how, so FIFA actually circumvents this. So here's what they do that is actually kind of brilliant when you think about it. So like Ultimate Team is generally with the ratings that players care about in FIFA. So what they do to get in nice with somebody is like, if if like a soccer player that's in like a lower league team, like bitches that they're like a 68 or something like that, Mm -hmm. what they'll do is they'll create like a special version of that player in ultimate team that only they can use that, that literally only (laughs) the player can use. And it's like an and it's like a 99 rated version of their of their player essentially that's in the game. Yo, yeah, that's <laughs> wild, yo. That's wild. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And you see, because like because like they print these like over it's like a giant novelty check. Like they print these oversized like ultimate team cards in real life, and like you always see like the, like the picture of the player like holding it at the ground with like the thumbs up <laughs> and, shit, and shit like that. It's hilarious. Jesus, dude. God damn.
1: like i want to say something like go to therapy but like yo just like i don't know get
0: better man i guess one day one day they can jesus Uh, daniel says i feel like netflix could have come up with something better to beta test their video game library release now correct me if i'm wrong so they're basically on the phone app like they're beta testing gaming of sorts. Oh, they are? I, I think I so. I have no idea. I think you have I think it's something you have to opt into. Um, I don't think it's just available for any any Joe Schmo that comes along and wants to fuck around with it. Um But this is this is where they want it though, man. Like like Netflix blew up on phones. Like that that's where things kind of kicked off for them. Um so that's what they want. Like they're trying to get more of that phone market share. So like they see you know, Apple arcade and they see things that, and, and all these like fucking like gotcha games or all these like, you know, limited play games or, you know, uh, uh play, play to win game, or not play to win, um, fee to play games. Like I, I call them, um, yeah. and, and they just want some of that money. Like, like they just want you to interact with stuff just so they can market things to you. Like that's really all they want at the end of the day. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to see, well, you might see like console quality stuff on Netflix eventually, but at first it's, that's a bridge too far. I think for them,
1: yeah i don't think um yeah i like you said th- this is all just a ploy to get people to open the app yep and um and people don't generally don't open the app on their phones anymore so yeah. this is just and instead of like doing what quibi did and you know create a television show but you can only watch it in 10 minute increments like they're trying something different
0: yep uh, Rev asks, what did you guys think of Maneater, which has new DLC coming out Tuesday? I did not play Maneater, uh, though I own it because it was free on PlayStation for a little bit. So I don't have anything to say there.
1: Uh, I concur. I do I I don't know what uh, Man Maneater
0: is. It's a shark um, it's a shark PG. From from there Oh, that's
1: shark oh that shark game. Yeah. Yeah. I put it in my library, but I didn't uh, I didn't download it. Uh, Yeah, I didn't download it. It It's just in my library. I always put the the free games in my library in case I want to download them again or something.
0: Uh, Cam asks my opinion on FIFA's career mode. Uh, Is it similar to MLB The Show or something different? Um, So I've only so I played FIFA's like player career mode. So so FIFA has two career modes. I should probably start there. So they have the one where you can play as an individual player. Uh, That is sort of Road to the Show-esque. Um, it's not nearly as deep as road to the show is like, and and I haven't played road to the show in like seven years. And I remember how deep it was seven years ago. I can only imagine what road to the show is like now. Um, but FIFA's career mode is not nearly that deep. Like, like literally like you go out and you play, you can skip around so that you are only actually playing the game when your players on the field. So like, if you're not a starter, like, you know, you'll the game will start when you sub in and they'll simulate in the beginning part of it. And like the manager, and basically you just get constantly rated on how good you're doing moment to moment. So like, if you make a good tackle, then your rating will go up. If you get a shot on target, your rating will go up. If you commit a foul it'll go down, like if you're in a position where you generally should be on the pitch, then, you know, your rating will go up and vice versa. Um, the other career mode is the manager mode. And that is like a proper franchise mode in FIFA. That is what most people prefer to play if they don't play ultimate team, then I think career mode um, manager mode is the most popular game mode in FIFA. and that is very deep because you have to not only manage um you know your club and play all the games, but managing the finances of a soccer club um, is pretty fucking fun and you have to do like scouting all over the world because you never <laughs> to to build your youth academy and things of that nature as well um and send players out on loan and bring transfers in and sell on guys and and all sorts of stuff so that that i would say if, if you want to do manager mode it's worthwhile um if you're doing the player career mode then i if you're expecting it to be akin to MLB the sh- road to the show then i don't think you're going to be satisfied i think road to the show and my player are probably the two best like individual player career modes that exist, hands down, and no one else really comes close in the sports game universe. I guess F1 kind of comes close um, to that as well. Uh, Beneficent says, What is the most niche game that you enjoy? Uh, they point out Train Sim World 2 uh, as being their big niche game. Is P Cross a niche, Micah?
1: I'm trying to. Or, or does that I mean, fall we-
0: into the puzzle game sphere?
1: I mean, niche i think is just more of a more of a a more defined version of the word genre Mm -hmm. so if you if you like that particular type of puzzle game Mm -hmm. then then i guess that can be considered a niche right Mm -hmm. like like um like rpgs are a genre but roguelikes are a niche sure well, so if you want
0: to get super specific, so then you can say deck building based roguelikes are probably <laughs> are probably my biggest niche that I will absolutely play anything in. So,
1: well, there you go. I don't. Um, I am. I, I look. I've said it before countless times. I am. I am the McDonald's uh, uh, of of video game fandom, right? Like, I I am very broad i am i am not uh i i like i like i like the smaller stuff but i also like the michael bay stuff you know what i mean (laughs) like the the real dumb shit um so i i guess um the i i do enjoy like an old school like and click adventure game um So maybe that, but I can't think of it. Like, I I don't mind those Telltale games. I I enjoy them, but I I would prefer to play. Like, I played Telltale stuff before they were Telltale games. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I do enjoy a good uh, point and click adventure.
0: Um, Gerard just popped in to say, uh, don't really have much in the way of gaming, but on a football related tangent, Ted Lasso is such an amazing show, uh, between you guys slowly indoctrinating me into the sport and watching this, I'll be a full, full blown beer, swilling soccer hooligan in no time." (laughs) telling you
1: it's, uh, look, that's how I got into it, right? I got into it because Brad won't shut up about (laughs) soccer. And um, and Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso is a very good show. I I think you would like it. I, there's a there's been a lot of backlash about uh, the second season, mm-hmm. and I truly think it's because people don't get it right. Like mm-hmm. Ted Lasso is uh, he's incredibly like positive, mm-hmm. but there's a but he wears it as a mask, right? Like because he's got some really serious things going on in his life that he doesn't want to talk about and he so to compensate he's overly positive to the point where it's kind of annoying Mm -hmm. but if you're only looking at it on the surface like you're not going to see but and i don't know how you couldn't because the guy has had multiple panic attacks for god's (laughs) sakes like it's 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 such a good show, man, and um and I I just don't understand the uh the backlash, but it's a it's a very good show. I I enjoy it very much. I, and, I need
0: um, I need to make time for it. It's it's tough. Um, but like I said, I've heard it, it's it's silly that I haven't watched Ted Lasso. Yeah, of all, right? <laughs> of all of all people. Um, but like I said, I I appreciate Ted Lasso's existence because it has already gotten more people than I can think of more than anything else recently, uh gotten more people interested in the soccer. Pro- probably the most galvanizing US soccer uh event since the twenty ten World Cup, I would say. Yeah, which was funny because
1: Ted Lasso originated as a as a, a marketing campaign yeah. to get people to watch it. He was he was the coach. He was going to coach your team.
0: Yes, he was the coach of Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> <so. laughs>
1: and 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 that didn't work, right? I don't think it worked. And and uh, but this show, this show did. So it's uh it's funny they they had they had uh, their fictional team beat Tottenham, and I was like I was I was sure that they weren't going to do that, mm-hmm. right? Because Tottenham is a real fucking team. Well, well, what was this
0: like an FA Cup? match or something like that uh i think it was
1: yeah because okay. they they were they were rele- they at the end sorry spoiler alert at the end of the last at the first season they get regulated uh, Yeah, rele- yeah re- yeah whatever <laughs> what, what it, yeah what did i say regulate like g. G and so. yeah yeah warren g and nate dog are, are there and they're they're regularly um no they got relegated so and they're not back yet so yeah
0: well, that what? well, that, there you go. You you've established the uh, the journey, I guess, to get to, <laughs> to, to, to get that to move them back up. So yeah, that and and see, it's funny because like a, a, a like a minnow beating beating a shark basically is one of the coolest things. It happens in English football more than the other countries, but that's why like when we get around to the FA Cup and we get around to the League Cup, like that's why the FA Cup and the League Cup are so exciting because that is really. The like any given Sunday kind of thing, yeah. and that's where you see like the Cinderella teams come up in English football. Um, is when like a, a lower league side goes on a run and, and just knocks off a couple like Premier League or like Championship level teams essentially yeah. on, on their run up, and like, like, there's like to the point where like there's been a handful of League One and League Two, which are the fourth and third tier of English soccer, respectively. I know the name sounds weird, but that's that, that's how the period Yeah, I, look, I looked it up. Yeah. I was like,
1: well, this naming convention is stupid. Yeah, but like, but, okay. a, but a
0: couple of those clubs have made it to literally, like, the League Cup final against, like, a Manchester City. <laughs> and and part, and part of that's because, like, the big teams often, like, don't play their first string lineups in those games. Like, like, they use that to rotate out some players or to, you know, give some of their kids some exposure. So that's why you get a lot of those upsets, but... Yeah. It's interesting, and then uh, Leonardo asked a tattoo question to Carrie, who is not on the show this week uh, because she's at an Alanis Morissette concert. So she asked you and I, Micah, uh, what is your favorite Alanis Morissette song? Uh, you ought to know. It, you ought to is know is the it? correct answer. Like 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 okay. if, like if, <laughs> any, if anyone says ironic. Um, it means they're not truly an Alanis Morissette fan. It means they have not listened to the entirety of Jagged Little Pill, which was <laughs> issued to people, uh, in 19, well, I should say issued to white people in 1995, um, which yeah, helped uh, it get to the top <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> know, <laughs> know, record the charts. F- <laughs> um, Jagged Little Pill is a good album. Like I said, last more a cool chick, um, Kerry's very lucky
1: well there you go i didn't know she was still
0: uh active yeah she's still doing stuff like you said jagged little Pill came issued stock with your ace of bass cd back in the mid 90s as well so like that that, that was like the white person uh pop music starter pack that you got oh well there you go so
1: So, um, um get uh get uh the the hoopa unbound pokemon tattoo leonardo there you go. I'll answer for carry. That's the tattoo you should get. I'm, I'm, I just looked up weird Pokemon. And I keep um,
0: I keep leaning. Like, I've wanted to get a tattoo for a very long time. My problem is I can never decide on what to get. Uh-huh. Like, like, I want to get something that's that's meaningful to me. Um, that won't just be like a passing fad in my life. That'll be something that sticks with me. Um, I think I figured I mean, it out. What's that? Sa- the sacred symbols. The sacred. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that's always going to be important to me.
1: Well, hold on. I, I don't, I don't know if you've heard of a little company called the PepsiCo Corporation. <laughs> Would you ever consider getting
0: their logo
1: tattooed on your shoulder or your CM chest Punk. or whatever?
0: I'm not CM Punk. So. <laughs> no, but, but 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 of of all like of all the things in video gaming that have been most meaningful to me, arguably. Like it, PlayStation, to me, is, is the most meaningful one. And I think oh, getting yeah. the symbols yeah. is cooler than getting like the PlayStation logo, which feels like too much obvious branding.
1: <laughs> now, do you call it the X button or do you call it the cross? Cross, button? of course.
0: It's okay. Cross. All
1: right. So, I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah,
0: X X X is for Microsoft and Nintendo controllers. It's not for, not for Sony controllers. <laughs>
1: we just blew certain people's minds, right? Cross? <laughs> that's
0: ubiquitously known isn't it at this
1: point i don't think so really i don't i don't Hmm. think so i don't think look we'll we'll find out somebody will be like cam will be like i always call it cross it's 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 cross
0: well it's cross because they've never really had like they don't really have an x in japanese so like right that that's that's why it's cross that's why whenever you see any game title that's like something x something else it means that the x means cross. cross So. Yeah,
1: and 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 none of the other symbols are are letters. Correct.
0: That's so all. That's why would all that so true. be a letter? Well, I mean, the, the the circle could be an O if you really want to get pedantic about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do not, however. Um, but yeah, so if if I do it, it'll probably be that. It'll probably be like on my inner forearm. One one supposes. Um bicep tattoos. I don't know. That that doesn't seem like I don't wear sleeveless t-shirts yeah i don't want sleeveless shirts yeah plus plus my upper arm is incredibly hairy all the time so like that's that's no good either i don't feel like
1: there you go would you get them uh in the square shape or the the line the tetris like line shape
0: the tetris line shape
1: well you know it's either normally they are in a square oh no I,
0: i i would get them in the in the tetris four block line line pattern okay yes okay In in the correct order as well, like 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 the correct order, if I'm not mistaken, is square triangle, uh, circle cross. Yes, is, 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 is the is the correctly defined order. So, um, yes. that is how that has to go, and in color too, because because you'd have to. So, I mean,
1: if you if you if you're good if you're getting it, you might as well get it in color.
0: Yeah. So very cool. Well, that's uh that's the show for you guys this week. Uh, again, don't forget to subscribe to the Discord by going to densepixels.com/slash/fans. Mm-hmm. Again, with the newly added F1 and uh soccer channels that are in there. Uh subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe over on YouTube with youtube.com slash dense pixels uh and follow us on twitch as well i'm dense pixels brad terrence is apparition four ten and carry is up. it's carry uh not today tuesday because apparently today is the day that everyone's boycotting twitch to boycott the uh the hate raids that are going uh, on. Um good but in the future sure I'm I'm I've already figured out like how how I can do the sim rig presentation on Twitch, so you might see me doing some uh, doing some racing on, <laughs> on the Twitch uh, coming up here soon. So I can so I can look like a complete ass in racing. Nah,
1: man. Hey, you'll you'll look like you're having fun, and you'll probably get more people to. Uh, you will single handedly get more people into racing games. You got hey, you got you got people into soccer.
0: Yeah, I did. You, you, you'll get them. You'll get them into racing. It's so, Rob, oh my God, F1 is so much fun. It's uh, what like like right like right now, F1 is in peak silly season where, like, everyone's waiting for the team announcements for next year to get made because there's expected to be some movement um, with certain drivers switching teams. But, like, mm-hmm. it's taken longer than it normally would in a typical season for some reason. And people are just like, come on, like, get fucking get on with it. Like, we got to know who's racing where next season um be very exciting uh dutch grand prix this weekend looking forward to it apparently zanport is a pretty cool track so uh that'll be that'll be a fun watch as well well
1: when uh when jason when jason sudeikis gets a f1 tv show (laughs) then uh then i'll get into it
0: (laughs) again like i said if if, uh, if, 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 it's same the same benefits of soccer Translate to F one. It's two hours, there's no commercials, it's fast, it's fun to watch as a neutral, like you don't have to have a rooting interest. So all sorts of all sorts of good stuff. All
1: right. All right, there well you that's go.
0: that's it for us. Uh thank you all very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time.
1: See ya.